Episode 166 of Checkpoint Chat. My name is Alessandro Barbosa and I'm joined by Matthew Figuera. Sure. Each week you get more and more, what's the word? More, more sultry. Not hushy. <laughs> sultry. Sultry. Get those. Hushy is not a word, I don't think. Dull, get those dulcet <laughs> tones or the, welcome whatever to that episode. is. You could apply for a job at an airport terminal. <laughs> welcome to. Terminal 166 of Checkpoint Chat. Kulula <laughs> Flight 101 is boarding at Colin. Terminal 5. <laughs> you, know, you know in those voiceovers where you can clearly tell like this part was pre-recorded and this was like yes. the insert, you know. <laughs> it's so Please bad. call the number on 083. <laughs> <laughs> you are, uh, what? You are number... 35 in queue. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> about right. God. Yeah, but you, so you, you've got that, you've got that turned down. Whoa, spooky chair in frame there. Spooky chairs. <laughs> it's uh, video games and spooky chairs this week on Checkpoint Chat. It is, it is the weekend of Halloween. It is. Tomorrow so. is, well, okay, well, if you're listening to this, Halloween was yesterday um, because that's our time. Oh, yeah, you're out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it is the spooky weekend during recording. Um, are you doing anything for Halloween? Nope. Didn't they used Day. to have uh, like Sweet a nothing. Halloween market at a park nearby you? I seem to recall that. Yeah, once. yeah. So our community park every, well, our community every year at Halloween, like kits out the whole park. Oh. And it's actually kind of incredible because you realize how many kids live in the neighborhood and surrounding neighborhoods and how many of them love to dress up. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like a scene out of a, a proper scene out of an American film because Halloween's not a... South African thing. No, really. definitely not. Like, um, um, I have people yeah. at work who are like, oh, you're doing something for Halloween? And I'm like, I don't think I've ever done anything for Halloween. It's yeah. just never been a thing here. So, But what's quite cool is that, obviously, COVID's still a thing, so you can't really have big gatherings. Um, but despite that, the community have come together to plan. I think they reached out to, you know, the neighborhood and said, who wants to be part of a route where kids can come visit and trick or treat. Oh, that's cool. And there's like a whole walking route. Yeah. Where people are. That's very oh, cool. Kids are kids going to do the thing and they're going to get some candy. So oh. yeah. Incentive to dress up. Get some good thing I can dress up candy. as a, as an old man. <laughs> you just have to walk out your house. I'm really 12. <laughs> Oh my god. Good lord. You say you say that uh large gatherings are somewhat banned, but then I oh, saw somewhat, the, yeah. uh, I saw so many photos from like political rallies happening around the country mm-hmm. now because of voting on Monday and it's just like just like hundreds of thousands of people yeah. just chilling, no masks. You're just like, okay, cool. Okay. Cool. Cool man. I was yeah. uh I was fine, in your hood uh, earlier yeah. this week. I came to Croft, the colleague from work had a very good uh what was it? Car, hmm, Corrado? I don't know. It was like a very, it was like a, it, Corrado. if a, I don't know, maybe it wasn't called a Corrado. I don't know. It was like if a, if a cappuccino <laughs> was in a shot words. glass type of thing, like a shot uh, of espresso and a little bit of milk. It was really nice. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, Crafts, Craft hands down, best coffee. It was so busy like in this hood. at like yeah. 10 in the morning. And I was like, do people they, not have jobs? Like, No, that place is permanently busy. Yo, Always. We were lucky I to mean, find a table. Bar, bar some some quiet moments in like I'd say the afternoon, but otherwise they are always... Apparently they have very good banana bread. Never tried. Yes, banana bread's good. We need to go there for their shashuka, can I tell you? I'm down they for make that. They I'm really good to sugar. They make the, the the good grilled cheese. Three cheese. I mean, the reason I'm thinking of Croft Portuguese is because bread. the uh, the park mm-hmm. you're talking about. We went and had lunch there a while back. Oh yeah, yeah. And was, I got a. Sure, it was a long time a ago. A quarter pounder burger from <gasps> Croft, and it was Their delicious. My goodness. Yeah, they they've got a great menu. It's not like a. I don't know. It's not like a a food heavy place, if mm. I can call it that. Like, not that the portions aren't generous, but it's. It's like sim- simple yeah. food, if I could call it that, but it's not. Like their burger was just like, it was, you know, your your patties and your sauce and your bread. No, nothing fancy. Mm. And it was just delicious. Yeah, that's so what good. I mean. It's like you, you get a burger if you want chips. I, I don't I think No, it didn't come with chips. chips. But no, it's, so, it's just, such a big burger as well. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's good. And that's, that's down. That whole down road, road from us. And nearby it's, uh, you is very good. Lots of good restaurants. So you've got Franco's. You've got... Mm-hmm. Um, apparently there's a place there called Blind Tiger or something like that, which is yep, apparently good. It's like a, yeah, we've, we've never actually eaten there, but, um, we've been there for, actually, when they opened, I think we had some bits and pieces mm. there. This is like, I've heard it's ago. nice to go for drinks there. Yeah. It's more, it's, it's not, I wouldn't call it a pub, but it's definitely a place to go have drinks. They do. I think they've changed it, but they do a mean chocolate brownie as Ooh, well. Ooh, okay. That would uh, definitely mm. pique Shani's attention. Like, yeah. Uh, that, you know, if it's I want to go stuff. visit a place and I'm just like, they have a good brownie, she's like, let's go right now. <laughs> let's just get in. She's Drop already everything. in the car. Let's go. Like, she's waiting. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's like, why are, you, why are you still in the house? Come on. I think, I think of one of the, the main reasons we went out, oh, this is a while ago already, but um, I think it was actually like in April. Um, for our anniversary, we went to a restaurant in Ilova called Bellagio, which was really, really nice and fancy. But the main reason I knew... Oh, they didn't have a brownie. No, no, they didn't have a brownie. They had um, like chocolate uh, chocolate souffle on their dessert menu, which like takes oh 30 minutes to cook and whatever. It was delicious. It was worth good everything Lord. else. I mean, the restaurant itself was very good. I had mm. a very good meal, but man, that dessert was next yeah, well, level. They- there's a place next to Craft called Bespokery, which opened. I think it opened. It's a great name. Just just before I hate the name so really? much. Really, Bespokery. I love that because bespoke is the most overused word in marketing and just laugh. You know, you go to go anywhere today, they'll they'll offer you a bespoke solution. We want a bespoke advertising campaign. Exactly. And you're just like, now, okay. So this place thought, hey, we'll be clever. Bespokery. I'm like, it's clever, but I hate it. I mean, it. bespokery <laughs> doesn't even make much sense. Like, I don't actually know what it means. Like, no, it's like, You're yeah, turning bespokery. that into a verb. It's like distinctory. <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? Distinctly. Yeah. The best food you're... <laughs> Good. But they, they, they like a proper... You go there, it's... it's it's pretty food that's really good not huge portions but yo we we went there instagram food uh yeah we went there a week or two ago because 
I owed Lenska like I can't remember if it was some part of her birthday gift or for Valentine's Day. We just I said, well, why don't we'll go there? And you know, when this COVID nonsense is all over, fast forward <laughs> many months later, we're all vaccinated. It's oh all great. God, uh, we went there and yeah, the, the food's not cheap, but man, it was really good. Some good, good crack. What I mean, you say it's pretty food, but what sort of food? So we we tried a. Uh, the idea is that you order um so the dishes are small but meant to be shared mm-hmm. so the idea is to order like a bunch of dishes um to have a whole lot of different mini meals if i could call it that okay so we had everything from like um it's like deep fried it's not mozzarella balls but it was similar with like mushrooms and stuff in it in a sauce mm-hmm. we had some gnocchi mm-hmm. we had um yeah, we had bits and pieces. There was a, it's like a salad. It had, it was like feta avo. There was some cranberry jelly. There's some good stuff. I could, I could would, get behind would, would some recommend. cranberry jelly. That sounds like mm. a good time. It's fancy F. It's delicious. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but not not eating there for a while because yeah, pricey. <laughs> I mean, it, although, it's one of those treat they, places. Yeah, although they do they do have a separate breakfast menu which. I don't know, like, to me, breakfast isn't fancy. So I'd be curious to see. <laughs> you can definitely what they make offer. breakfast fancy. You, you could make fancy, but when I'm talking fancy, like pretty plated food, it, I just can't see Have you like plating eggs and a, bacon. A small, a small white plate <laughs> with like scrambled eggs that have been fashioned into like a square. And then you've got like <laughs> a circle of bacon. So it's like mm. a perfectly circle. Like bacon. one piece of bacon. And then uh, roasted cherry tomatoes <laughs> in the middle of that circle. And then, I mean, that's probably what they're And then ketchup done in a smiley face because it's classy. <laughs> no, they wouldn't serve ketchup. Come, let's that's be true. Okay. Would, A tomato they would, they would call it, tomato yes, would, reduction. It, it would be ketchup, but it would be like a, a tomato relish. Tomato oh, and okay. onion Thank relish. You. Uh, With tomatoes flown in from Italy and reduced in only the (laughs) finest balsamic vinegar. Could could I have some uh, chips of this tomato? We don't serve that food. We don't serve chips. We serve pom frites. And you're like, what's that? (laughs) Fried potatoes. (laughs) Yeah, we don't serve chips. We serve sliced potato. Sliced potato that has been lightly, delicately fried. In the best it's olive been, oil, also from exactly, Italy. yeah, it's 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 exactly like that. But the food's good, so yeah, would recommend. Oh god, it's like um, it's like on a special it, occasion, any place you go to, and uh, you get like a sauce with your meal, and it's like this is a garlic aioli, and you're like, no, it's not. It's a garlic <laughs> dip. Please don't fuck with me. Here. A garlic aioli with a sprinkle of um, oregano, uh, lightly dashed with <laughs> such with a, shit. The sprig. It's a sprig of, of butter <laughs> and uh, herbs. You're like, okay. <laughs> My goodness. Fancy. <laughs> you know what else is fancy? Drunk. Video games. Damn. They're always Sometimes. fancy. Sometimes. Well, we always. always look fancy when playing Sometimes. them. Sometimes. I always lift my pinky finger when playing video games. <laughs> That's the fancy way to play video Yes, you hold your controller. My Wait, goodness. I've got a controller here. So you, you hold your controller like this, and then you just go like this. What controller is that? It's an Xbox One, but it's a cyberpunk. If you had an Elite controller, you could use those pinkies. Oh, you've got the Cyberpunk controller. Yeah, no. you see, do you need your pinkies? It does feel very unergonomic to keep your pinkies up like this. It feels like I'm not holding mm. the controller and actually straining myself. So 
Yeah, I get get the lead controller you have paddles you can actually put to use there. But I'm fancy. <laughs> so, you know, I could do fancy, so many yeah. things with those pinkies. I could reply to texts while gaming. Um, <laughs> wow. Maybe. <laughs> well, here's, here's a question. What what games have you been playing fancily with your Xbox? I only play the finest fancy games um, with the finest uh, um posh and polite characters so i've been playing guardians nice. of the galaxy um nice a ragtag group of space pirates who love swearing in non-creative ways uh it's nice. uh so okay so prefacing i've only played about two hours uh or so mm-hmm. of this so like barely scratched the surface um uh it's interesting it's very Mm. different to what i thought it would be which is seems to be like the general consensus after reading some reviews earlier this week like yeah it's got so much dna from so many different games that i didn't think you know would would kind of be in here so if you're watching the footage on uh the video version of the podcast you'll see that like during conversations uh you as peter quill get to interject with you know, uh, responses to your team. And Mm. what I found uh, interesting was that it's a full-blown telltale-like system where... Yeah, it's which I think is what nobody expected. Yeah, exactly. It's not like, oh, you're just progressing the story. It's like, if you reply defending Drax and uh, not Rocket, it's like, Rocket will remember that type of thing. And that will influence the story going forward. It'll influence who dies at the end. Yeah, exactly. You know, Rocket will be bitten by a zombie and have to leave oh, uh, no. Caroline to go on. Um, no. Car- <laughs> so Clementine. Clementine, sorry, not Clara. Caroline. Hilarious. Caroline's in the series. That's it. Um, so, yeah, it's interesting in that regard. I, you know, I don't know how how deep they go with these sort of like dialogue trees and how many differences they make uh, to the overall story. But it is kind of cool, given that the story to me is the main hook of this game. Um, I think mm. the game does a really good job at first of being like this, you know, these are these ragtag outlaws and they are sort of like a dysfunctional family um, and they yeah. have to learn to like live with each other. So the game kind of like assumes you know who the main cast is, but then like explores their dynamic in far more depth than the uh, the mm. films do, or at least just in the first few hours. That's the impression I get. Yeah. So that so far is like the really interesting part. Just you know, listening to these characters interact, which they do a lot because they do not shut up. Like there is <laughs> so much dialogue; it is obscene. Like. I think uh, Darren, uh, good friend Darren, actually said that he was surprised how little combat there was in this game, and it mm. almost felt like a Telltale game. And I get what he yeah. he means now; like it, it really does. Like if you do not enjoy uh, these characters, you will not enjoy this game. Like period, because mm. the rest of it doesn't really. I don't know. So the combat doesn't really tickle me yet. It's um, it's strange. Like you only control Star Lord. Um, oh, yeah. you don't swap between the cast of characters as you play um, and the only real well the early attack I've unlocked with him is like he shoots things with his pistol um, <laughs> you hold what Star-Lord get never out. like he, he, you hold left trigger and it locks onto enemies and you shoot and when an enemy gets too close then you can 
press X and like he boots them into like the ceiling. It's quite the the melee attack okay. feels pretty great. I won't lie. Nice. Um, and then the way you use the other characters is sort of like having a an action wheel. Uh, I would I would say it's similar to games like Mass Effect, but that would mean nothing to you. Um, <laughs> So just to me personally, yeah, just to Matthew, who hasn't played any Mass Effects like a monster. Um, My goodness. So essentially, you have this like uh, wheel where uh, you can tell your your colleagues to like use certain attacks um, at any point, and each one sort of serves a purpose. So Groot, for example, has an attack that roots enemies in place, um, so he can like. A, a group of enemies he can kind of just like immobilize for a few seconds mm. uh rocket has an attack that does aoe damage so pretty good to combo with uh, groot's one um drax does an attack that applies uh, stagger damage to enemies so some enemies can't be damaged until you stagger them so he's like your primary source of that uh, and gamora does like a a single yeah <laughs> single targets loads of damage to one enemy type thing um so the game kind of like incentivizes you to synergize these abilities the different know. attacks yeah you're trying to okay. get the most out of them uh before they all go on cooldown and you have to like you know wait for them again and it's fine you know it it's very easy to understand and it's rudimentary um and it works like i definitely feel like i have to use it in the ways that it is expecting me to but at yeah. the same time, I just feel like the, I don't know, the combat just lacks a bit of punch. It just doesn't, mm. doesn't feel super engaging. Um, well, you'd think, me. so just from like my own comments is you think it's a, a Guardians of the Galaxy game that there are so many characters you would get to control all of them, maybe, you know, choose one, play with them. And maybe there, there would be opportunity for gear or upgrades or like a skill tree. Or like maybe there's, I don't know, I haven't played the game. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, it, so you do get a skill tree for Star Lord. Um, okay, but not for yeah. So uh, well, as far as I can tell so far, you collect crafting materials that you can use to like unlock perks okay. on Star Lord. Like his guns overheat uh, slower, or you know stuff like uh, okay. that. Um, yeah. So yeah, there is that. I you know, I'm in two minds of like, should they have let you play it as each one? Because then you run into the possibility of being marvel's avengers where mm. because there's so many different characters the actual they gameplay between the same, them is yeah. like so generic that it doesn't yeah, feel true yeah so yeah i i understand why they did what they did and it works um maybe it would have been cool to play as someone who isn't just the guy who shoots guns you know what i mean yeah um but you know other than that pretty good uh one thing that i kind of am really surprised by in this game is how great it looks like mm, I, yeah, I, I think the trailers just did a disservice to this game overall because like there was nothing gameplay wise or visually that really stood out in the trailers but man yeah. when you play this game it's like there's just so much detail everywhere it's like kind of incredible how mm. how dense each area is that you that you play like your ship just has so many little tidbits for you to like kind of inspect and look at um and every planet you go to is like really fantastical and strange in a great like sci-fi mm. way uh it, cool. it looks really good and you you get to play on two graphics modes like visual mode and performance mode you know your typical city and mm. 60 modes um 
I started off on the 60 because I was like, you know, whatever, you know, higher frame. Yeah. But then I started seeing a lot of people saying that the quality mode is actually where it's at and the game actually runs fine at 30. It's not like a fast-paced game yeah. that you need. And so I switched okay. back. And, you know, it was a bit of adjustment because when you go from a higher frame yeah. to a low, it's a bit jarring. <laughs> looks the worst. Yeah. Like, oh. But, like, in terms of visual detail, it kind of looks insane in that, in that like, quality mode. It's really impressive. Um, yeah. I mean, even looking at the footage now, it looks really, really pretty but i mean you would know because you've played it on yeah actual big screen the the character models look seriously good the lighting's pretty great um yeah it's it's a great looking game it's you know if i compare this to like marvel's avengers for example it's like night Mm, and day Um, night and day yeah so yeah the the only thing that really bugs me like so you have to really enjoy these characters company to i think get into this game so far um, and the voice acting for the most part is good. Starlord's voice actor sounds, I don't want to say awful, but I just don't like him. Like, he sounds so flat and like uninterested mm. in things. And considering that's the character who you're like you projecting onto, most, yeah. yeah, it's it's weird. Like, everyone else is really cool. Like, Gamora's sassy and, and uh, very um, like snide and sarcastic voice acting is really mm. good rocket's really good um rocket and drax are like seriously seriously good mm. um who who voices groot is, I did, they bring, did they bring vin diesel back for, they should have oh well that's the thing like there's no um voice actors from the movies obviously mm. and yet when you're listening to them you're not like oh man you know i miss them you know or like oh these mm. sound like a cheap imitation of of the character's you know, you're kind of used to. Um, it's nothing like that. It's just they are their own characters in this game portrays yeah. that cast in their own way. So it's, you know, it's a unique thing. So I think it's pretty good. I, you That's know, cool. I do want to play more of this. Um, I do think it's it's fun. Um, mm. uh, you know, I, I don't think it gets off to the most riveting start. Uh, but I am now more invested in the characters, like just their their banter, really, with each other, as opposed to the actual gameplay. And maybe that's mm. what's going to get me through it. So yeah, yeah, interesting, interesting cool. that that's the thing that uh, you know that hooked me. I I didn't um I didn't think it would be that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, that's Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Marvel's You've Guardians been playing of the Galaxy. Up. Another game you cannot speak about. Yeah, can't yet. can't chat um, about that one just yet. But next weekend, I can. Yeah. So yeah, next weekend. Yeah, so you'll find the that co- uh, gaming content this week might be a little bit light because I haven't really played anything more other than some some additional back for blood because you've been shooting I am, the Ambies. I'm enjoying the heck out of this game. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not going to spend too much time chatting about. It. I just have. I suppose some additional thoughts over and above last week. So just to quickly recap, I'm playing the game on veteran difficulty, which is just one up from normal, one below the hardest. And my experience thus far is that it's been very, very challenging, but being me, uh, I enjoy the challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I found that this week, uh, when I all my entire experience up to this point has been like, it's been me and a friend uh, maybe two friends playing. So we've always had a bot with us, um, which is like a severe disadvantage because the bots in this game, to be quite frank, are dumb. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's quite 
unbelievable that a modern day game shipped with bots this bad. <laughs> it's, hey, like, it's not it's not even a thing of like, oh like shame, like the bots just not there's like no the bots are just straight up. They're like awful. surprisingly like they, bad, like in a yeah, way that I, I is don't almost know. like comical, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know how that happened. Um but this week we managed to get a few sessions where there were four of us and while veteran is still incredibly challenging, it is a lot more palatable um, because now all of a sudden you've you've got a full party, you know, not one one random person who refuses to revive you or heals you when you're like on basically full health, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it it starts getting interesting because now you start basing your decks based, you know, with trying to synergize some things because the way the way the cards work, like you'll often find um, like there's a card that. You know, if you're running a rifle, for example, you'll get bonus rifle damage and you can carry more rifle ammo. And obviously in a game like this, when you're shooting so many damn things, you can't all have the same weapon because you're going to run into ammunition problems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it becomes a thing of like, you know, who's running the, the SMG, who's running the rifle, who's running the shotty. Mm-hmm. But over and above that, you can start leading into the character classes of like, well, we basically need a support, for example. So I've played the character called Doc and I've built my entire deck on you know, optimizing healing as much as possible to the point where it's like, um, for example, if you if you um, revive a teammate, <clears throat> you do it faster and you give them a bit of health when you pull them up. Uh, okay. Med kits, med kits are more, yeah, med kits are more effective. Um, there's a card where if you heal somebody, you get a percentage of the healing for yourself as well. And it, it just like things like, that, for example, are just interesting in that, like, now I'm the, the healer. Um, so I'm the one who's constantly on the uh, on the lookout for, for medkits. I'm the one who insists, like, stand still, I'm going to heal you. Are you doing that but Captain then Phillips meme? It's like, look at <laughs> I'm, I'm the I'm the medic now. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, obviously, you, you get that for different other roles. Like, you get offense cards where you just straight up meant to you know, dish out damage. You get a lot of cards. I mean, we we actually ended up with a random the other day that, so if you're looking at the footage, I'm dying. I look <laughs> at the bots not helping me. Um, you, get a, you get a whole lot of cards that really synergize nicely with melee builds. Mm. Um, like I unlocked a card last night where if, if for every melee kill you get, you get one temporary health for you and your team, um, which is just interesting. You get, you get to really synergize and do interesting things interesting things with the cards i don't know if um, i just never used it correctly in the beta but it feels like melee bills are far more viable in the final product um but yeah i mean that's fair right because i don't, I don't know how much deck build could you even build a deck in the beta you I don't could but think i think you were very could, could limited cards very yeah. yeah i mean when so i've put in a fair number of hours into the game now so i've unlocked i mean I think there's a ton of cards I still need to unlock, but I've got a huge variety now that lets me, you know, like I've said, I've, I've specced to medic, but I can go full melee. I can go full sniper rifle. I can go full shotgun, whatever. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's definitely viable. Like I can't say I've done a melee build, but if that's what you want to do, there are a good few cards that you can throw into a deck that will make you like a powerhouse where you will run yeah. <laughs> at special yeah. infected to take them head on. Um, but yeah, all I can say is I, I'm like bad, bad bots aside. I'm really enjoying this game. Like, I don't think it's for, for everyone. Like if you not into, you know, co-op shooters or like PVE games, mm-hmm. whatever, like you, you might not dig it, but as somebody who's really enjoyed the hell out of Left 4 Dead, um, in the past few years, like 
we've dipped into Left 4 Dead several times, um, you know, in the past decade now. That's <laughs> how, how old the game is. This is, it's just a modernized version of that. It's like for all intents and purposes, it's the same formula of mm-hmm. you just running through stages, trying to, you know, get to the next objective. But the fact that there's a a card system now, you get currency, which incentivizes you, you know, to play the game. It doesn't matter if you unlocking currency to get cards and stuff like yeah like mm-hmm. i'm enjoying it i mean we've so john mark mark and i are the furthest in the campaign because we've we've just overlapped and been on the most but when a friend comes on we're like yeah we don't mind going back to wherever you are in the campaign because we're still earning money for just playing and we get to try different things out yeah um, yeah yeah so yeah it's a good time that's very cool what yeah I, 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 I like that it's like there's still <laughs> forward progression even if you're playing older levels you know with people who mm. are coming into it um but yeah. at the same time yeah, like if, it's not like like if i had to jump into it with you now it's like there's no reason both of us can't can't play there's no like yeah, character so like, levels or whatever like that yeah what, what i what i touched on last week i think the card system works because it would be a completely different game if you grounded out money and you bought yourself different weapons that were you know like oh i've bought myself a legendary weapon that i can equip every run and it does Mm. more damage like that would immediately put like a time disadvantage on you but you look the cards you would start with aren't you know the strongest cards but it's not impossible to dive into a game with us because you are still going to have a basic deck that says like hey you know here's more health or more ammo or Mm -hmm. more stamina Mm -hmm. um yeah, which I think is it just works. It's clever. Yeah, it's like a, and it's it's just a nice quality of life modern thing that like it's interesting because Left 4 Dead never had any of this stuff. It was just a straight up you run from A to B, and we played that for many, many, many hours, like no issue. Um, but adding this in, it's just like yeah, like, I feel like there's incentive now to just keep playing and unlocking different things. And what's cool is that with this sort of system in mind you know that they are going to add you know new story bits new weapons new characters um and obviously new cards yes. um, well at least i hope that's the plan i mean i've seen the game does have um you know like an uh again not not an annual pass but there is a pass which for all intents and purposes is for future content mm-hmm. um so yeah you should definitely jump in sometime play a couple of rounds with us it's it's good fun yeah i i do want to because i i played a very little bit last weekend um and most of that was just playing through the same sort of acts that were in the beta so i i haven't mm. really seen anything new per se um but i i, oh. I do want to jump in and it, it definitely feels like something to jump in with other people because yeah i mm. when i played last weekend i was playing with one other friend and then two bots and boy those bots just suck they just yeah, they, so bad they're the worst yeah. <laughs> and and i and do yeah. feel like playing on the uh the standard difficulty is it it is too it's, easy yeah yeah it's it's, it's it feels in, mindless I'm, I'm, yeah i'm interested to see what the first big patch for this game looks like because there are definitely things where we feel like my friends and i have chatted that there are just some things that feel completely unbalanced or unfair mm-hmm. um and like even the difficulty, um, like it's it's quite clear that normal's too easy, but veteran can be too hard. Yes. Um, like I, I, I mean, I, you'll get people who say, oh, "It's not that hard. You're just not playing the game right." But like I you think just sometimes suck at the direct- this game. God damn it. Uh, yeah, but sometimes the director feels like 
brutal, like unnecessarily brutal. I mean, and we've had. Director woke up had, this morning and chose violence. Like, <laughs> it chose violence. I'm convinced we've had had the the director bug out because we've done oh. we've started level. So if if you're watching the footage here, you'll see that some of these um, ridden have um, body armor because like mm. we're at a police station. So I you saw have to one shoot guy he had the the PUBG armor on. You know. Yeah, so they've got PUBG armor. We've spawned into levels where every single ridden oh, is wearing no, that. So we're that's like, not, that cannot that be, right. be right. That, is, yeah. that cannot be right. We've had levels where special infected just don't stop spawning. Like John Marker Marker has a screenshot where <laughs> one of the like uh, the the tail end of an act where you're doing like um, a whole lot of almost finale esque levels. We we ended up running back into the safe room and they are just special infected everywhere oh in goodness. the safe room and outside and we're like they just yeah that that does spawning. sound like like you said a director yeah, but so like the director's it, just really just the director is just morning. like I'm gonna be an absolute dickhead yeah. now and give you the word chose ultra violence <laughs> like yeah sure but I mean so things like that can at least be balanced um, geez how many of these little little nests do you have to destroy i've watched this let me tell you this so you're many. watching you're watching the this is the police station level we this is level we've played the most because it is difficult oh is this a Holy police station hell. it looked like a water treatment plant to me oh no the, this outside area does but it's for all intents and purposes a police station okay um which explains these armored zombies i guess yeah um, yeah but yeah, armored ridden. Back for blood. Excuse me, Matthew. Armored get it, ridden. Get it right Sorry. Then, not what, am I, what am I doing? I I look forward to the next five ten years. Looking what other ridiculous names we can give zombies because <laughs> we're running out just of bad so ones. So many. We, like ridden. I'm like ridden okay. freakers. Between ridden yeah. and freakers, I actually don't know which I dislike more. I think yeah. I think I dislike freakers more because the the insinuation at the time was that they are not zombies because they can think and i'm like oh for fuck's yeah. sake like <laughs> come on come on like they're zombies yeah. yeah they can think for themselves but also they run in mindless hordes towards you like okay yeah sure there is a but movie yeah, where there's oh it's the um it's the the Zack Snyder one that came out uh, recently. Oh, uh, um, what's it called? Good lord, I can't. Army of the I Dead. I can't remember what it's something. called. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, there the the zombies can think and communicate with each other. So maybe yes. maybe they they <laughs> deserve. And I think even in that one they called zombies. So it's just like, mm. what are you doing trying to redefine something like that? You know, it's a zombie man. Yeah. Anyway, cool. So that's uh, back for blood. That's cool. It's cool. Back for blood. Back for blood. Back for gaming. Game releases. Releases. Mm -hmm. I'm always back for them. I think that is the shortest we've ever spoken about games we've played. Listen, it's it's because like, well, I didn't get time to play a lot of games that I can't talk about this week. So mm. yeah, and and you similarly had a had a busy week. So. Mm. You know, it is. I what mean, it is. I've I've been playing Bayonetta too, but like I told you, we've spoken about that briefly before. Um, and I'll I haven't finished it, so such I'll a talk good about game though. One day, such it's great. a good yeah. game. Um, but let's talk about let's talk about game releases. Uh, games coming up from today, September thirtieth, all the way up to November fifth. Can you believe it? Um, can't. Couple of games. Uh, one big one for this week, which still feels like. Anyway, let's just get into it. Uh, Giants Uprising coming to Steam Early Access on PC November second. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of zombies, World War Z coming to Switch November 2nd. Also a pretty decent... Hmm. Like wave-based Zomb- zombie game. Yeah. What do they call the zombies in that game? I think they're zombies. <laughs> I think they're just zombies or infected or whatever. Does the, the Z fuck. in World War Z stand for zombie or zambi? I mean, if it was up to me, it would be zambi because <laughs> that is that is shoot the them zombies. Name for for zombies yeah. is zombies. Um. Hmm. Can you pronounce this? Trunche. It's almost like touche, but with a U. Tunche. Tunche. It's French. French game. Uh, coming to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Demon mm-hmm. Turf, also out on November 2nd, also coming to the same platforms. Mm-hmm. Conway, Disappearance at Dahlia View. I bet that's like an adventure game. That just sounds like an adventure game. That sounds like a general. Yeah. It's on every damn platform. Every damn platform, November 2nd. Time Loader, coming to PC November 3rd. I need to look this up just because it's got a cool name. This is this is how you get so much time in your life. Time loader. Time loader. Time loader is a story-driven puzzle platformer with tiny robots, alternate realities, nostalgic music, and primitive tech from the nineties. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. I thought it'd be okay. like a shooter where you shoot time. Time <laughs> should make that. You thought wrong. I thought wrong. This looks kind of cool. This looks like what if Limbo or Inside, but you're a robot. I'm weird. Kind of cool. Amazing. Looks cute. Um, um, okay, so that's out on November 3rd. Then we've got Mobile Suit Gundam Battle Operation Code Fairy. Oh, my God. My goodness. <laughs> that is a... The fairy bit is what, is what really like, throws me at the end there. Like, <laughs> Get you. It just seems like it's one of these fairy. words do not belong type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> my goodness. So that's out I mean, on I PS4 and PS5. Uh, and then the big the release game of this the week. week. Call of Duty Vanguard. Um, definitely doesn't feel like a Call of Duty's out like soon. It feels no, I'm, strange. I'm, I'm interested to see how this reviews because I don't know. Like, I, I feel that the World War Two era, even in, like even when World War Two came out way back when uh, the last Call of Duty, it felt like it was received okay-ish. Mm. Mm. Um, I think that fan base just loves the modern setting. I mean, I could be wrong, but my my immediate reaction or gut reaction to this is like people feel a bit like, meh, we don't want World War II, but Activision, like, here we go, have Vanguard, another World War II Call of Duty. I, I tend to um, agree with you. I just, you know, I don't know if it's more to do with the circles we're in now or our interests but mm. it feels like call of duty used to be like a big event you know what i mean a release mm. of call of duty was a big thing that everyone spoke about and now just you know i'm not going to say such and say that it's a dying franchise because it's not it keeps bringing mm. sales records year on year on year but i feel like it definitely has an audience and it doesn't captivate the wider general audience in the same way um mm. I don't know. It could just be this year's one. I there's very little that I've seen of Vanguard that makes me want to play it. So uh, mm. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'll still I'll still probably play it, but it's just I can't say um but giddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not like <laughs> for Vanguard. I mean, Call of Duty is one of those things that as well where isn't it weird that we get a Call of Duty every year, but it feels that they are so far like so far apart mm. i mean cold war came out last year mm. it feels like cold war came out ages long ago, ago. I, I mean <laughs> but it's that it might not be ago. down to call of duty that could just be the state of everything right now it 
time just doesn't yeah. feel real anymore. What is time? So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's out on November 1st yeah. on, you know, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S. So they haven't made the uh, the full jump to next gen yet. I'm kind of like, I'm going to assume next year and, and I'm kind of curious to see that because I'm sure that will yeah. look pretty great. That'll be something so, different, yeah. So yeah. Cool. Cool. So that's uh, game releases uh, for your first week of November, if you can believe it. Um, mm-hmm. Should we bounce then to gaming to news? To gaming news. Yeah. Some, some things happened this uh, this week. Um, uh, shall we start with the Facebook news? Bam. Yeah. Um, Facebook is now meta. Yeah. Literally. L- l- yeah, quite literally. So they, uh, I mean, Facebook held Facebook Connect uh, this week, which is basically like a conference for everything Facebook. Um, and at the event, they announced the rumored uh, rename of their parent company. Like people people keep mm. thinking that Facebook, the website is going to be renamed. That's like not happening. Um, yeah. It's similar to what Google did a few years ago. It, Google is publicly listed as Alphabet, not as Google. Their parent company mm. is called Alphabet. And that's kind of what's <laughs> happened here. Um, Amazing. So the new name is Meta um, as Facebook keeps pushing towards a metaverse-powered future, um, which is both cool and dystopian at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the idea of a metaverse is fascinating to me, but at the same time, the idea that it's being pushed forward by Facebook is terrifying. Yeah. Uh, so, mm-hmm. by Lord and Savior, Mark Zuckerberg. Man, Mark Zuckerberg. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, as Juice Connoisseur. If you don't know what a metaverse, I mean, I don't fully grasp all the because a metaverse can be different to so many different companies, but the mm. idea is a like a separate conscious, well, not a consciousness, but a sort of like it's sort of like the Matrix. You know what I mean? It's like mm. a space where people can communicate virtually, um, mm. you know, outside of the the real world. But even then, you start thinking like some companies take the idea of the metaverse as like let us combine all the properties we own into one thing. You know what I mean? Um, mm. So I don't know. We'll see what what happens there. Uh, but part of that announcement is that um, Facebook is work well. Uh, Facebook is working on a new uh, Oculus headset. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, what just happened? I just lost all the news. Oh, there we are. Um, <laughs> they're working on a new Oculus headset. Funnily enough, it won't be part of the Quest um, lineup. They say that this one is cutting edge in a way uh so it Mm. will be tethered which i find fascinating because like facebook basically gutted all of its tethered vr headsets for so for them to go back to that must mean that this thing really cannot run portably like it must have some cool shit in there um yeah and the idea is to combine sort of like ar and vr experiences into this headset and have just i think it's going to be a far more um like boutique kind of product, sort of like what Apple is doing with VR. So expensive yeah. as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, they're only talking about that next year, but by next year, the name Oculus will be pretty much gone. Uh, they say <laughs> they are rebranding the Oculus line um, with their new name Meta. So things like the Oculus Quest will be renamed to the Meta Quest. The Oculus app will be named the Meta Quest app. 
Um, <laughs> so stuff like that. Uh, as part of this, I guess one of the positives out of this is that Facebook now says that you will no longer need a Facebook account to log into these platforms. Um, yeah. Previously, they said that by 2023, I think that you will need a Facebook account, but they've kind of backtracked on that. And I guess part of the reason is like they don't want everything to essentially coalesce down to the Facebook websites. They want Meta to mm. be beyond that. So its own thing. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of cool well, because like having everything tied to your Facebook account, which could be banned at any point or, you know, like if I had to deactivate my Facebook account today, I'd lose all my purchases on my Oculus Quest, which is fucking absurd. So yeah, that's But you've got an Oculus Quest, right? I do. I have the first uh, first version here. Keep it. It's a collector's item. Yeah, yeah. I mean, (laughs) soon there'll be nothing Oculus anymore. I am a bit sad though because like uh, Resident Evil 4 VR came out, but it's only on Quest 2 and that's like a huge bummer. Um, I know. You know, so... I was hoping that there would be a new quest announced and I could, you know, upgrade, but doesn't seem mm. like a new quest is coming for a while. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, we'll people see. can hate Facebook all they want, but uh, the Oculus Quest is miles, miles ahead of every other VR competitor. Mm. Like, they, it just really is no other product on the market that comes close to being that mm. good for that price for that level of VR. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm all consistently excited about new VR stuff from from Meh, or Facebook or Meta or whatever you want to call them now. <laughs> Meta. Meta. You just said it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, there's actually, if we were bouncing off to something else, um, there's actually news that we forgot to put in our roundup. I'm just going to slot it in here mm. as the, the state of play. Um, oh, no, but that's well, fine because only, it's very boring. Only, so. only, uh, I'm only putting it in here to, so we can talk about... This little little game here. Um, little wait, devil inside. Damn it. Where is little devil inside? Oh, let me just scroll down here. I, think it's so, I mean, there's, the bottom, there's, some, there's some some cool stuff here, but it was for all intents yeah. and purposes a pretty luck. It was a strange <laughs> state of play. Like it was one of those that like didn't need to be a state of play. It could have been mm. individual announcements for it these just, games or whatever. Yeah. Like, just felt strange. Um, yeah. I also am confused that Little Devil Inside was the highlight of the state of play, but still doesn't have a release date. Like I think I've said yeah. before, but this game was kickstarted in 2015. It's been mm. years, like a long time. Um, well, so game game is looking real good. Though. It is, it um, is. Like it still looks intriguing and and interesting. And what I like is that the art style that they pitched back then hasn't really changed. Um, yeah, if, if you we we went back and looked at um, some of the uh, you know 2015 footage, and yeah, it looks it's very similar still. I mean, that's what grabbed uh, that, me initially was just this mm, art style, very stylized and very cute. Uh, so. Yeah, I love this. It's like top down view of the train, everything. Yeah. The, the whole what's the effect where it's like everything on the outer edges is blurred. Oh, it it's like a bokeh really effect, nice. yeah. A bokeh, that's it, yeah. No, it's um, it's it's, yeah. it's got a very good um distinct visual style to it and a good vibe to it. So, you know, I'm mm. consistently excited by this game. I just kind of wish I knew when it was coming because mm. I mean, I backed did, this game six years ago. I've been waiting. Did they not say twenty twenty two or did I imagine no, is it just nothing? No release year, no window, nothing. So crazy. Yeah. Okay. Really, well, really. I like again, to... like why why make a state of play headline by this if you have you know, yeah. you have, you have footage yeah. to share, but like 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like this yeah, guy's anyways, little I'd, scarf. It looks really good. Um, yeah. I just I just wanted to slot this in here because this does look yeah really good. But yeah, state of play as a whole. It was <laughs> yeah. It was you know it was a lot of updates for smaller games. There was a new Star Ocean announced, which some people are very excited about. But um, mm -hmm. you know, I still think that's a very niche RPG. So yeah. Yeah. I I, I think the other big news there was that um, Devil's Door. Uh, Dead Store, oh, sorry, coming to, Store. To... Uh, it's coming out on PlayStation uh, very soon. Mm -hmm. So that's cool because that's still one of the best games of the year. Damn it! Uh, this is so cropped so badly, but fantastic yeah, fantastic game. That's coming. Uh, I don't think there was really anything else. They didn't update games like Stray mm -hmm. or um, Nope. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah. Everyone was hoping for Final Fantasy, and boy, did they get Nothing. disappointed by that. Um, nope. So yeah, but yeah. Really uh, um, disappointing state of play. Uh, you know, yeah, and disappointing because all the others that Sony has hosted have been pretty much really 10 good, out of 10 yeah. bangers. So, yeah. Yeah. But let's let's bounce to... Let's let's fly through all your free games this month. Sorry, mm. this site crops so badly on the news feed. <laughs> so this is... Uh, PS, PS Plus PS games Plus for games, yeah. November. Run us through them. So Knockout City, you, you played that a few months pretty ago. Good. Um, you enjoyed it? Yeah, that's cool. It's getting a PS5, PS5 upgrade PS4. as well, so 120 yeah. hertz, um, high frame rate, whatever. And Fun the, game. the game's got cross-play, right? Yes, yes, yes. That's cool. Just give the that player base a little little boost. Little yeah, boost. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah very good. Uh, first, first class trouble. PS5 and PS4. No idea Never what this is. A social deduction party game. Ooh. Cool. Okay. It's like a, a Cluedo, yeah. I guess. Like a murder mystery <laughs> dinner thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning So this is kind of cool because I, I actually this week just finished um, Jason Schreier's latest book, uh, Press Reset and mm, one of the later chapters that. is about uh, Kingdom, Kingdoms of Amalur and the whole okay. debacle there and it kind of made me want to go back and play it again Dive in. so yeah. getting this just like was timed very perfectly for me uh, mm. so yeah, that's cool Game nice. still is like it is definitely an MMO in a single player body, but it still has like insanely good combat, like really, really yeah. fun combat. So yeah. Nice. Uh then the persistence, a PSVR game. I played a little bit um, of this back. <clears throat> oh, sorry. Back in the day. Um it's pretty mm. good. Uh it's a bit scary. Um yeah. <laughs> it's a good VR game. It's pretty good. Uh shut my pants. It's really good. Um, and then The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Standard Edition for PSVR. Apparently that's very no. good. Um, yeah, I, I know nothing about this, but I've also heard that this is a great yeah, VR game. I've so never if you, played if you got a VR headset, this is actually a, a pretty solid month for you. Yeah, guys. three PSVR um, games, which is pretty cool. Yeah, because yeah. you get also get Until You Fall, which is a fantasy and synthwave collide in this physically active psvr sword fighting game sick grow stronger as you battle through an awesome yon environment and strike down magic infused monstrosities in this hack and slash rogue down it actually sounds really interesting but do you think when they say grow stronger they mean like literally because <laughs> well, if it's a physical it like this physically game, active yeah, i don't know <laughs> maybe maybe uh, yeah um and I, I think by the time you listen to this it's too late but Last chance to download October's games, which uh -huh. were Hold Let Loose, PGA Tour. Yeah, because I think Mortal it's the Kombat first. 10. They're leaving on yeah. Monday, November 1st. Okay, so, so yeah. if you listen to this on Monday, you better go snag those quickly before they're gone. I think I snag um, Hold Let Loose because I'm kind of curious. I'm only curious about the game out. because John Michael Michael keeps talking about it. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. 
give that a bash. Um, let's fly through Xbox Games with Gold, which... Also not bad. I don't know. The, the, yeah, it depends. Sometimes Games with Gold is like... Oh, it's what, I've never heard garbage. of these games. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this month, Moving Out, which yeah. all intents and purposes is overcooked, except instead of cooking in a kitchen, you and your friends are packing up a house. That's moving, legitimately the only like, reason I'm excited about this is like, it mm, looks like a fun co-op nonsense game. It looks real so, good. Yeah. Um, Kingdom Two Crowns, which my little knowledge on it is a game. It's like a it's literally a game about running a kingdom with bits of combat and resource management. If I'm not mistaken, do not quote me on that because I do not. I will know. quote you all the time <laughs> on that, and every time you're For wrong, fact, I will sue you. I know Rocket Knight, which I think is just a 2D shooter map. Could not. I think no idea. And then. Lego Batman 2 DC Superheroes. Pretty fun game. Um, like th- this mm. was in the era where the Lego games were just hitting a great stride. Yeah, they, so, yeah, yeah, pretty great game. Um, that's your games with gold, but we're not done because every damn Tom, Dick, and Harry has free games, including Amazon. Ooh. <laughs> so if you're on Amazon Prime, I don't know if you know this, but might be a little known fact that you also are eligible to grab a whole lot of free games every month. And this month I feel like a actually, lot of people don't know this, actually. I, I think many people do not know that. So if you're watching, um, you know, some good TV. If you're watching Amazon Matthew Prime, Figuera on uh, twitch.tv slash Harry Knees. You just drop drop me your sub and yeah. then go drop him, grab these games. Drop you, him your free Prime sub like I do every single month when I remember. So not every single month. Um <sighs> This is hilarious. Sorry, if uh, you missed it now, but I was looking up uh, pet brushes earlier this week for the cats. Uh, oh, here it is. I know, I'm targeted ads. pet brush ads now. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but this month on Amazon Prime, you get... So just, just bear with me, because a lot of these games I haven't heard. Um, you get Rogue Heroes, mm-hmm. Liberated, Puzzle Agent 2, Demon Hunter 2, colon, new chapter... Uh, a baffle which stands for breaks off or losers <laughs> i love i will Se- play that game just because of that that is amazing <laughs> secret files colon sam peters okay you might be thinking no, i'm not knocking these games i just haven't heard of them they could be the best games ever okay but you're probably like what are these games mm. why I are was you making such a heavy hitters why are you kicking up a fuss here because included with your amazon prime subscription you get rise of the tomb raider which is a Pretty pretty damn good too. I feel Raider. really bad because um, I bought that game like a month ago because I wanted to test it on <laughs> computer hardware and I could have got it for free. In in the modern day Tomb Raider trilogy, I think that is the strongest one. Um, it's real good. Oh wait, sorry, I was thinking yeah, of Shadow. You, you're thinking of Shadow. Never mind. No, this is Rise. Oh, this is Rise. Yeah. This is the best one. Yeah. This it's is very yeah, good. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, which I never played, but a lot of very people good. love the I shit out of Dragon it a Age. Lot. Yeah. And then also, you think, damn, that's two great games. You also get Control Ultimate Edition, Yo. which if you've never played Control... One of the best games I've played in the past like five years. Just so Really, good. really good game. And it's the yeah, Ultimate Edition, so you get all the DLC with it. Um, yeah, which I still haven't played. Yeah, neither. Um, I need to get back to it, especially now that they re-released Alan Wake and the DLC is meant to like kind of like connect these two universes. So, mm. yeah. Um, do you, you've played Alan Wake at least, have you? I played Alan Wake, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Good game. Yeah, I mean, that is... I mean, just getting Control Ultimate Edition alone is, like, a huge thing. And, like, a Twitch... Mm. I mean, I've got um, uh, Twitch Prime because I subscribe to Amazon Prime because I watch TV on there. So it's, like... Mm. It's a very... um, 
you know, it's borderline like Game Pass. Like you're getting TV, you're mm. getting a Twitch sub that you can support people with, and you're getting free games for one yeah. subscription. So it's a lot. lot and of if you're in the yeah. states, you get Prime shipping, I think, as well. So it's my like, good. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty like a dope. Pretty dope. Um, cool. That's all your free games for. Well, free games for this <laughs> yeah. month. Yeah, free um, games that you need to subscribe to to get uh, subscribe. Free. To, yeah, my fingers um, aren't but, in frame. <laughs> Free. Free. Other other pieces of news: Uncharted. Uh, Uncharted. Yes, this was a cool Hennig surprise. Is making a Marvel game. So, I, why did I think she was working on something else? So though? Amy Hennig has had a rough time. <laughs> I will just she's say been, that much. she's been around. Yeah, so she, on lots of different. She things. was, uh, you know, uh, one of the leads uh, at Naughty Dog during the Uncharted era. She was, if I'm not mistaken, creative director on Uncharted three before. One shot at four before uh, Neil Druckmann was brought in um, and she mm. left uh, Naughty Dog. After that, she went to Visceral Games, who you might recall as the Dead Space people, and was working mm. on a Star Wars game called Ragtag before Visceral Games mm. was shut down. Um, yep. And then she went somewhere else. I can't remember. I feel, I feel like there's a... Um... There was a period of time there that we've we've missing. Yeah, that she she definitely went somewhere else after Visceral Games. Uh, let me see. Uh, she had shut down. Okay, so Visceral Games had shut down, and she moved to another studio to allow for significant change on the Star Wars game. She then left EA. Um, after goodness. that, um, and then she joined Skydance Media, which is the company she's working at now. In 2019 um so she is a writer uh she's one of the writers on forspoken uh that's uh, yeah, that's that's what i'm thinking of yeah now. i know there was another game she was which is on. is crazy because she's kind of like um teaming up again with uh todd uh, stashwick and also working with gary witter on forspoken so that's yes. a powerful uh, mm-hmm. powerful group there but now Skydance mm-hmm. Media has announced that they're working on a Marvel game they haven't said which one um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah I mean Guardians of the Galaxy I'm just going to read through her her like um, career here she she did uh, you know, Legacy of Kane, Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver uh, Jack 3 she was a game director on Jack 3 she was creative director and writer on Uncharted 1, 2, and 3. Um, hmm. And she was a writer on, yeah, for Spoken and Battlefield Hardline, I guess, when she was working at EA. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. There you go. Um, all right, I've got the same news here twice, I think. Hilarious. <laughs> it's like, yeah, hey, one in other news, former Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> um, in other news, CD Projekt has, oh, what did I click on there? CD Projekt has pushed all new Cyberpunk 2077 updates and DLC into next year. Remember Cyberpunk? Yeah. Came out. Yeah. This is this is what I was talking about earlier. It feels like Cyberpunk came out so long ago. It's not even a year has old. It, yeah, it hasn't even been a year because it was, <laughs> what, year. in December, early December. Mm. Um, um, but yeah. They, I mean, this, make, any... this makes sense to me because they delayed mm. the uh, next-gen patches for Cyberpunk and The Witcher 3 into next year. Um, yeah so i kind of thought this was like with that you know yeah so next gen release still targeting q1 2022 so if you 
have a PS5 or an Xbox Xbox Series X, you've been holding out for, you know, modern day, well, not modern day, a cyberpunk for your system, you're going to have to just wait a little bit longer. The thing is, once the next gen patch comes out, it's it's going to feel old because like it's still at at its base a cross-gen game, you mm-hmm. know, and when we're getting into 2022, I feel like cross-gen games are going to start like fading away. I mean, we still have yeah. Horizon Forbidden West that is cross-gen um, and the new God of War will be cross-gen. Uh, but I feel like for the most part, it's going to start changing from next year. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Um, and then just some final pieces of news. The Nintendo Switch um, subscription service. I don't know. Is it has the name changed? Is it called it's like Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack? Expansion. If I'm not mistaken. That's it. Yeah. So if you didn't know that the existing Nintendo Online service, which includes you know a whole library, of, well, aside from cloud um, capabilities and online, play, you know, playing you. You you can now you also get um, NES and SNES games that has been bumped up to include not only the upcoming Animal Crossing DLC um, but Nintendo sixty four games and Sega Genesis games. Mm-hmm. Um, but sadly, it seems that the Nintendo sixty four emulation is actual doo doo water, mm-hmm. <laughs> according to reports. People complaining that the emulation is just awful. I mean, I, I, I skimmed through this article. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the one comparison here says that the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time on the Switch looks worse than the emulated version on the Wii U, yeah. which is yeah, just interesting. So, and there's some weird like yeah. choices there, like um, there's no controller remapping, so you know how in the year. But you know what? N- forget that. Uh, some Nintendo games to this day do not allow controller remapping. It's, I don't know why they're so sticky. About I mean, it's it. worse here because like the N sixty four controller was just bizarre. So it was like very <laughs> different to what a Switch controller yeah. is now. So like you had like your C stick, which if you've never played a N sixty four game, is to me quite similar to the little nub on the new three DS. It's just like yeah, a sort of little analog controller that is also a button. Um, and they just mm. map that to the right stick. So like some games use that purely as just a button, not a directional thing. So now you need to click the I right know. stick to, yeah. It's so like you cannot remap that. Um, and also the N sixty four controllers like button layout is very different to the the modern Switch one. So even though they've said okay, well this was A on the N sixty four, so we'll make it A on the Switch, like it's not really the same because their positioning and the size of the buttons are very different. So, mm. um, yeah, it's, it, yeah. it's, you know, it's normal for Nintendo in this Avenue because I'd feel like Nintendo is just really never given a shit about like proper emulation and, and this sort of thing. So even when it was Nintendo switch online and you were getting the NES and SNES games, it just felt like, like they were just plopped on without really much consideration. Mm. And this is just worse. And I think this feels worse because they're expecting people to pay 150% more for this. Mm. Um, you know, yeah. and and the people that really care about this sort of stuff, like that really care about old games and how they they are um 
presented in a modern space. Like they are the ones who have bought expensive hardware, like a Mister or an Analog, or you know they're messing yeah. with the FPGA uh, emulation to, you know, get these things running as close as they did back then on the original. Yeah. So like, there's no, uh, you know, there's no market that hasn't kind of like breached this issue already. You know. So for Nintendo to come out with an inferior product and ask people to pay a recurring subscription when people could just like find other ways to play these games mm. in a better way. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. So yeah. Weird. Weird. And then last piece of news this week. Um uh, Resident Evil Village is set to receive free DLC. I cannot believe that um, game came out this year. Yeah, right. See, time. What is time? This game, and it's not even that long ago. I mean, it came out in May. It feels feels to me like a lifetime ago. Oh, definitely not. I just realized. Sorry, I just want to correct something. I was thinking of the um, GameCube controller. My bad. The, uh, the what? The C <laughs> button on uh, on the N sixty four one is actual like directional oh buttons. I thought you were referring to Resident Evil. No, I was like, what? No, my bad. <laughs> I'm just looking at a controller, N sixty four controller. Um, so it's almost you know how on the Switch Joy Cons they segmented the D pad into four. Mm. Yeah, so the C stick or whatever you want to call it is that, like that. Yeah. So imagine that being on now mapped to the right stick. Why? Why Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, sorry. Free DLC for Resident <laughs> free Evil. Free DLC for Resident Evil for Valaji, um, which is quite cool. Do you know I what sort of DLC mind. it's going to be? Or no, apparently it is just um, like it wasn't actually announced. Apparently it was buried in a an annual integrated report. Uh. And there's just a tweet from Mario64 that just says, by popular demand, development has just started on additional DLC for Resident Evil Village. Cool. More info later. I mean, that game's great. So I, I really enjoyed it. I played a bunch of the Mercenaries mode as well, uh, even when I was done. Mm-hmm. And I really, really, really like this, that game. Um, so yeah, that's, yeah. that's awesome. More, more uh, buff Crash Redfield, perhaps. Maybe, maybe a little tease of... What's to come? Yeah, how they're going to connect it to? Um, yeah, yeah, how they're going to connect it to Future whatever Resident the fuck Evil's going to be? Because boy, that ending really leaves it open to interpretation. So yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, I think that is all your important news for this week. A lot of a lot of free games and different services, as we said, free games, um, Mark Zuckerberg stuff. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> and, um, um, metaverse stuff uh you know mm-hmm. just a just a um, normal just a normal one in games mm-hmm. and other bits and pieces should um, we move on to, to questions, to questions. if you want to send us questions you can email us checkpoint chat uh podcast at gmail.com you can also message us on all our social platforms at checkpoint chat pretty much everywhere so yeah all of the places we have one question this week mm-hmm. um let me just pull it up quickly from good guy at jared bra 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 he says if you could go back in time and re-experience playing slash finishing a game for the first time uh, what would it be easy. 
Um, for me, it's the experience of stress after finishing The Last of Us Part 2. Ooh, that's a good and one, actually. Adds, yeah. Which I went back and listened to your guys' episodes on Just to Relate. What? On Just to Relate to that again. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, we did a, a whole Last of Us 2 spoiler cast. Um, we, we spoke about stuff in that game because that game... That's intense. actually a good... <laughs> I, I wouldn't have thought of that initially, but yeah, the I think the... The sort of unknown of that game and the the sort of stress of mm. getting it to, to its conclusion doesn't hit the same when you're playing it for a second time. So yeah, that's a. I think, I think that's the a second playthrough is interesting though because then you obviously you know what's going to happen. You can see all that foreshadowing the, as well. Yeah, and yeah, you'll you know about the twist halfway through and then what happens at the end. Um, so you said you had an easy answer. Out of wild, so. I, I do wonder. Yeah, I was just yep. gonna say. I, I think I have the same answer where that is. I mean, I've I've obviously played games that have that I'd love to re-experience for the first time, but Outer Wilds is just it's one of those things where you'll play it once and you, the second playthrough will never be the same. No. Like it's impossible because you you know what to expect or you you, you kind of figure out you how have, the game you works. You have and some existing knowledge, so the the sense yeah, of wonder that, can't hit in the same way. Yeah, yeah, that exploration, that puzzle solving, it you'll never get that again. I mean, I, I played it for a second time this year, and it had been mm. enough time that I'd forgotten some of the nuances of it. But mm. you know, even playing it again, I'd see something and be like, "Oh right, I remember this." Yeah, now. you know what I mean. Whereas the first time you play that, just the the sense of um, just discovery and elation you get when you figure something out, like I it's just incredible. Can't name just really, there is no other game that, that I've played yet that comes close to that yeah. that sort of actually eureka moment. So yeah, one of one of my friends, um, Mark, said this week because we we chatted briefly about mm-hmm. Outer Wilds because um, I found that he's also played it and he enjoyed it. He said that, and I think he he sums it up perfectly. He says Outer Wilds does what no book or movie can ever do like that's that experience exists exclusively as a game yeah and he's 100 yeah, percent right I you'll agree. never get that on any other that's probably what medium, makes it so, so special as well it's mm. just yeah he's right there's no other medium that can convey that sense of discovery in mm. the same way um because yeah. you are the only active participant in progressing it mm. um yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, we've spoken to death about that game on this podcast, but it did, yeah. I mean, it deserves its time as like one of the greatest games of all time. It really is mm. just so special. Um, and I yeah. I totally get how it isn't for everyone, um, mm. but boy, it's, it's there's really nothing else like it out there. Um, yeah. It's really good. I think if I had um, to think of other games, um, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild would be another one. This you now on the same page because that's exactly it's how I was the same. Say. I mean, I, for the same I, ideas, I replayed I think, that. Yeah, yeah I, I replayed that this year, and uh, surprisingly, I was amazed how just how much I enjoyed it, despite playing it a second time and not too long after I initially finished it. I mean, I played it four years ago. Mm. It isn't you know, but the first time I played that game, just experiencing everything for the first time was. Yeah, and Unreal. It's really such a special game that, you know, it the the world can feel empty because it's not dense in terms of villages or characters, but just the sense of, hey, I want to go climb that mountain. Oh, there's a shrine there. Oh, but there's a thing over there. Let me you just get lost in it and it's really, really good. I think the yeah. other one for me, let's see if I can get three for three, yeah. Oh no. Uh Bloodborne. Yeah, see, I, I didn't think about that, but though you're right, the from games, the first just time the, you play the them, the excitement oh. of of coming across a boss you've never seen before, 
mm. unmatched. Just and the like thrill of seri- them for the first seriously time. good. Yeah. Like I've played Bloodborne like two or three times since, and it's still special. But nothing beats at first. I mean, it was the same thing with Sekiro. Like getting to mm. to uh, Glock Knight Ishin at the end. Um, mm. Yeah, it's really, really something else. <laughs> the Glock Glock shit. Yes, fuck that guy. Honestly, Jesus, uh, what a ridiculous. Welcome to feudal boss. Japan, where swords swords are the main weapon, but Glocks are. A thing, I just apparently. <laughs> I remember so distinctly, like talking to you back in the day. I was like, man. Genichiro is where I fell off that game, and you you're just like, you know, yeah, eventually no. he's just the first phase of an even worse boss. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because you make you make Genichiro your bitch. You really you do, do. You'll do that last boss so many times. You'll get that first phase done. You're just you know, like, like if team. you're losing even just a little bit of life to him, you you're irritated because like yeah, you should like, not it. be being hit this by guy. him. Um, yeah, yeah. What a great game. Uh, yeah, but I think, no, but I think most a... of the time it's like games of this ilk are mostly like puzzle games. Uh, like Portal mm. 2 is a great example. Yeah. Um, just puzzle games that because you've solved them, you even if you take a large break from them, you always have a sort of like um, instinct uh, about mm. you that kind of lets you solve them in a way that is not the same as the very first time you experience yeah. them. So like for portal 2 for example like the ending is very is very clever in my view because the whole time through the game they tease you with the uh, idea the whole, that you know portals stuff. can only be used on tiles that are coated in moon dust and right at the end like mm. you're presented with a shot of the moon and the solution mm. is to shoot a portal at the moon but like the very first time i sat there looking at it and like what am i meant to do you know what i mean what's going on yeah so yeah, you know i will never forget that you know what i mean so like even going back you'll you won't be able to re-experience that like oh my god that's mm. what they want me to do type of moment yeah know? shoot the moon yeah clever yeah, i mean that, that game was a so great fake. question that, that Thank portal you. that portal blast should have taken like fucking hours to reach the moon and yet <laughs> a instant instant faster than the speed of light yeah. arrived at the moon amazing video games yeah they're great. Mm-hmm. Joe, mm-hmm. thanks thanks for that question. Jared. That was a cool, that was cool a, question. Yeah, I enjoyed it. goodie. Um, but that is the only question well, we you have know, You know, if we're going to have week. just one question, at least it's a goodie. You know? It's a goodie. Well, yep. We we prioritize quality over quantity and also prioritize <laughs> not having cello. Here are oh, wow. Questions. Just like that. Yeah. Just check. Yeah, we don't, we don't have any... Any other surprise questions that I can? I'm frozen on Discord, so this is a great, a great like. Great. I was frozen I in my monologue that. against Cello, <laughs> my united hate of one against. Cello. Amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you want to send us questions, uh, you can also email us checkpointchatpodcast at gmail.com. You can also message us on all our social platforms um, at checkpointchat on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, mm. everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. All the places. Yeah. And that, um, sure. that about wraps that is up a, episode 166. A episode. Yeah, a bit of a compact episode, Ooh. but it's like, you know, <clears throat> been a busy week. Also, just can't mm. talk about certain things yet. And um, I do feel like the uh, the year is winding down uh, to an extent. Mm-hmm. Like, we still have big games. Like, I mean, Call of Duty is out next week. We've got Battlefield later in November, and we've got Halo in, in December. But I feel like the onslaught of week by week by week big hits has kind of mm. like left us now. So yeah, I'm going to enjoy the time those, to get into the backlog. In yeah, December. like I still need mm. to finish Metroid Dread, which I really want to do. Oh boy! Um, 
I still want to, you know, play more of Guardians because that was a surprise to me. Um, so yeah, lots of good stuff yeah. to come still. To come. I remember when I talk about my backlog. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's too much. Uh, I read a yeah. I read a great article on uh, Fanbyte Media, just Fanbyte uh, this week about killing your backlog, like letting go of the idea that you need to finish every game you start, and I think that's mm. a very healthy way to. Go I know. About it. I, I let I let that go a long time ago, but there are current games. I'm like. It's it's a selection of say four to six games. I'm like I can get through these. I just need like a month mm. uninterrupted. <laughs> yeah, just a month where you just wake up, sit down, play, get up, go to bed. Mm. Yeah, sounds like a great yeah. time. Yeah, because I mean I I've got tons of games in my backlog that I want to play for the first time or just replay. Like Portal Two, I definitely want to mm. replay at some point. I want to play the co-op because um, uh, I've never actually yeah. played the co-op. Well, we should, yeah. should play. I've also never played the co-op, so you never know. Maybe we should play some co-op. Um, yeah, that's that's episode one sixty six. We're gonna gonna yeet out of here. We go have a nap, maybe. Oh, that actually cats sounds. Are, cats are actual dicks in the mornings. You heard it here. That sounds pretty good. Um, yeah yeah so <laughs> thank you so much for checking us out for listening to episode 166 sorry my brain mm-hmm. just decided to like do a minor yeah, I think reboot both of us there. Yeah, it, it was just like <laughs> didn't know what to do there um, but thank you for joining us as always we appreciate all mm-hmm. of your support uh, if you're on YouTube you can give us a like and subscribe if you enjoyed this or a comment if you didn't mm-hmm. Um, oh boy and just everywhere where you listen thank you we appreciate you you're the best shouty love you Um, you're the best (laughs) we will see you (laughs) next week thank you so much for listening cool goodbye bye